Welcome to Beyond the Bridge with psychic medium and animal communicator, Samantha Jones. We are glad you are here and hope you enjoy the next hour where Samantha and her guest will help connect you to the magic of the universe, as well as to your loved ones and pets, both here and beyond the bridge. And now, Samantha Jones. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. I am your host, Samantha Jones, and I am so glad that you are here today. I hope that you are all having a wonderful day, and thank you again for being here. You are all special to me, each and every one of you. Last week, my guest was Sunny, the spirit artist, and if you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode yet, I would definitely go back and do so because she was amazing. I am just so in awe over what she does because She draws your loved one that's passed away without even seeing a picture of them. She just channels them and draws a picture and then tells you the things about them like, you know, a regular medium would. But wow, I'm just I was floored by the work that she did for me. So definitely go back and listen to that episode if you haven't listened yet. This week, we are talking about the ins and outs of reincarnation, and there's no pun intended in in that topic or in that title Uh, because, yeah, you know, you go into your life and you go out and then back into another life and out. So that's like the cycle of reincarnation. So that's why it's the ins and outs of reincarnation. Reincarnation is actually one of the top things that I get asked about, especially when it comes to people's animals or about themselves. What is going to happen to them when they pass away? Are they going to be coming back here? Uh, Today's episode is going to be focused on answering the most commonly asked questions about reincarnation. This episode is based on what I've learned through different sources, such as my own guides on the other side, or like my mentors, like Dolores Cannon or Aaron Dowdy. But these beliefs are my opinion. I'm not claiming these to be fact. I actually, when I started my spiritual journey, I wasn't sold on reincarnation myself. It took a while for me to really understand the concept of it and to see how it actually does play out into this spiritual spiritual life that we're living this this whole thing without reincarnation would make no sense so first of all what is reincarnation well the the de- the dictionary defines it as the belief that the soul upon death of the body comes back to earth in another body or form so basically the soul is eternal this thing that we have this this body this meat suit it's that's all it is is it's it's flesh it's a meat suit it's something that we are given to come here to learn about things life learn lessons to grow to pay back karma there are so many reasons why we are here excuse me but this body is just a shell when my grandmother passed away after she passed away and I was there just watching her just kind of observing. I had never really seen somebody after they had passed away like that. And so I was just standing there kind of looking at her and I kept hearing, it's just a shell. It's just a shell. And it's the truth. It really is. So you die and you leave this meat suit here, right? But your soul is eternal. So it goes on to the other side. Uh, And then when you come back in this process of reincarnation, you get a new meat suit and you start it all over again. But it's still that soul. It's still your soul that goes into that body. No matter how many times you come back, it's just a new meat suit every time. The actual uh, meaning, like what reincarnation means, is to take on the flesh again. 33% of Americans believe in reincarnation. 36% of those are Christians. And that actually kind of surprises me because this isn't really a Christian belief because Christians believe mostly that there's a hell. And that's one of the questions that I get asked about reincarnation is where does hell fit into all of this? Well, it doesn't because in my opinion, there's no such thing as hell. This is the worst it gets right here. When we're in these meat suits, this is the worst it gets. When you go to the other side, it's a whole different dimension. It's a whole different experience where you don't have the same kind of emotions and things that you have here. I think that is really one of the most common misconceptions about how all of this actually works is that when you die and go to heaven, you do take with you a lot of things about yourself in that soul. But the things like anger and um, your ego and jealousy and sadness 
any of those negative emotions that bring down your vibration, those don't exist there. Those stay here. So when you go to the other side and your soul goes there, you leave all of those negative emotions behind. But I do believe that you take a lot with you to the other side besides just your memories and the experiences that you have here. A lot of people that talk about reincarnation and that have studied it do believe that you take along with you some things like your talents, things that you've learned in in the lifetime that you're just coming from. And one of the things that I'm hoping is that when I get to the other side and like go into reincarnate into another life is that I will take with me my knowledge of what's going on on the other side and maybe even my psychic ability and open that earlier because that has just been such a blessing to me and I would love to be able to move on to my next life with it but you know you don't know what what am I going to take from my next life um so why do souls reincarnate well the purpose of the whole thing the whole cycle life death reincarnation is the evolution of the soul so each life brings you new experiences and lessons to be learned and one of the things that I have felt many times from the other side is that we are supposed to experience everything. And I mean everything. So throughout our many, many, many lives that we have, we are supposed to have different experiences. Your one life will never be the same as the next. And I really feel like even things like murder or um, you know abuse or whatever, we're supposed to be on both sides. We're supposed to feel all of these things because that's what makes us a complete soul. And so you might be asking yourself, what's the what's the end result? Like, what are we ultimately aiming for? Well, think about this, first of all. This is eternity, okay, which is forever and ever and ever. So this soul that you have in this body, this soul is going to live on for eternity, right? So just imagine if you didn't believe in reincarnation and you die, but you do believe that your soul is going to go to the other side. So you go to the other side. Are you just going to sit there for eternity? What are you going to do? How boring is that? You know, so what I feel and what I've learned is that this whole thing is about getting as close to the source as you can. And what I mean by the source is that we all, you know, if you have a belief, you probably believe that there's a God, there's a spirit, there's something, there's something, whatever it is, there's something. I believe that when this whole thing was created, this Big Bang or whatever you want to call it, that we were all one piece. And when this boom happened, that we all of our souls broke off into many, 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 many pieces. But there was one big piece that was left, and that's the source. And that's the brightest of, of all of the souls because it's the source. So what I feel is that we are all trying to work towards being as close to that source as we possibly can. And in order to do that, we have to learn. We have to experience everything. Like I said, go through all of these different lives to learn and grow. We also do learn, I believe, on the other side when we get there, like, you know, you pass away and you look back at your life and you go, oh, you know, maybe I didn't learn some things here and I should have. So like, for example, my mother was horrible with money, absolutely horrible. And she taught me those horrible things about money as well. So a part of what she's doing over there is paying off like, I don't know if I want to call it karma. I guess it could be karma, but she's learning a lesson about money herself by helping me. So that is one way that I believe our souls learn as well is by helping your loved ones or whoever over here when you have passed away. And so she's helping me so that maybe I can move on to my next life without carrying those money issues on because those are the things that she taught me. So let's see, do you have to reincarnate? You don't have to do anything. That is one of the most amazing things that I've discovered about this is that it is all up to you. There is nobody on the other side judging you. There is nobody that's going, oh, you did this wrong. Sometimes when I do something wrong, I feel ashamed and I apologize to my guides and my higher self. But you know what? The only one that is actually judging me is myself and my higher self. The loved ones, they're not, they're not judging us at all. So when it comes to what we do with our reincarnation, it's totally up to us. You can stay on the other side. You don't have to ever come into a body if you don't want to. I'm sure there are souls on the other side that have never come into a human body before. Or you can continuously come back. 
I feel like, you know, there's there's a lot of people actually that come to me and they say, but I don't want to. I don't want to come back here. And you know what? I, I get that. I understand. And I say that sometimes, too. Like, why would we want to come back here? This is really difficult. This is this is a hard existence. And when you get to the other side and everything is so beautiful and perfect. And then you think about coming back here. It's like, why would you ever want to come back here? But again, let's go back to that thought of eternity and how long eternity is. And I know that there's no boredom on the other side, but I still feel like you would get to a point where like, I need to learn more. I'm craving that that connection, that um, those things that you can only get from being in a body, because there's a lot of things that souls don't experience, that it's just within the body that we experience. If you've never seen the Disney movie Soul, I highly recommend it. It really talks about all of this. Um, I really believe that that the writers of this movie knew what they were talking about. I mean, of course, there's some things that, you know, it's Disney and, and whatnot. But um, they they really, for the most part, got a basic idea of this, this reincarnation, this process of our souls. One of the scenes, there's a soul that's never reincarnated. He's never been to Earth, so he's never been here. And he's never had food. And he jumps into a body of a person here and he tries pizza. And he's just so happy about the pizza. And that's that's it. That's We are here in, in these meat suits, not just for all of those learning things, but there's things here that we get to experience that you don't get to experience on the other side. The things that are physical, that, you know, the, the eating. And I really believe, though, and this is totally going off topic, but I believe that when you're a soul on the other side that you can jump into another human's body. There's been many times where I've, I've heard my mother say, I want to experience this through your body, whether it's eating something or even when I, I get my eyebrows threaded. And like, there's been a couple of times where I've heard my mom, and my grandma go, I, I want to experience this because it's painful and they don't remember pain. It's, you know, it's been a long time. Let's experience pain. Isn't that wild that it's like, why would you want to experience pain? And, something that even happens in there that's like kind of crazy and it took me a while to really believe that this was happening was that my pain tolerance adjusts when i hear my mother say i want to experience this my pain tolerance gets lower because her pain tolerance wasn't as high as mine so it's very strange how our souls are able to do this i also believe that animals are able to do this this is something you see all the time and i hear people talk about it all the time is that when their animals pass away that afterwards their other animals are starting to act like the one that's passed. And this is because the soul can jump into anybody that it wants to, uh, along with the, like the wild birds and dragonflies and a lot of things like that. I have three ravens that hang out outside and wait for me to feed them in the morning. And I say that they are my mom, my grandma, and Marina's grandmother. And those are the three ladies that sit outside and will, and look over us. And they're there so much of the time as that it feels like their souls are like sitting there in those birds, you know, looking at us and all. It's so interesting. But I really, truly believe all of this. Like, like I said, at the beginning of my spiritual waking, I did not really believe in reincarnation at all. I thought that, well, I was thinking like a human. First of all, I think that that's the one of the biggest mistakes that we make is we think like a human and this life here, this whole experience that we're having is much more like a simulation than anybody actually realizes. Like your higher self watches you all day from the other side. It helps you. It guides you. It's this is there's there's so much more going on than we even realize. So it took me a while to learn about other things before I was actually able to accept the fact that we reincarnate. Plus, I, in that that human thinking, I was also thinking about, I don't want to come back here. Why would I want to come back here? I just want to go hang out with my mom and the rest of my spirit team and, and never come back here. But yeah, once you get there, that's not that's not how you look at it at all because of the experiences. So let's see, we do still have a few minutes before the break. So let's see another question here that I get asked a lot is how long does it take between one incarnation and the next? And again, this is um, really up to you. You can, I don't, you know, I don't talk to many spirits that pass away and then come right back into another body. I know that there are some religions that believe that that's what happens is that you don't even spend time in heaven, but I believe that you do. And I believe that you can stay there as long as you want to before you reincarnate. We do this thing with our loved ones on the other side, and we'll talk about it more in the next segment. 
but we make plans with our loved ones when we reincarnate. So a lot of times there is an order to how the reincarnation is supposed to go. And, you know, you have to make these plans between everybody. So I truly feel like when I pass away, my mother will be there waiting for me and my grandmother. I really feel that. But when I do readings for people, I'll be honest, a lot of times, like great grandparents and generations beyond that, they don't come through. And the way that I look at that is because they reincarnated. And although that the piece of your soul that's your higher self always stays in heaven, it's harder to communicate with just that one piece of soul. So it will take me a lot longer to actually reach the spirit than if it was its whole soul up there in heaven. That makes sense. Um, As far as animals, they, to me, reincarnate a lot faster than people do. Uh, And with both people and, and animals, I feel like it has to do with your life here, how, um, how tiring was it? How old were you when you passed? What were the circumstances behind your passing? I feel like children that died in like accidents and stuff like that, that they tend to reincarnate a lot faster. And same with people that have committed suicide, that a lot of times they're like, uh, okay, that was a mistake. So I want to go back and try this again. And so they will reincarnate rather quickly compared to somebody that like, like my grandfather, who I think he was like, he was like 92, 93 when he passed and he had suffered from Alzheimer's for like 15 years. So he might want to rest more. He might want to stay there and enjoy what heaven has to offer and help his loved ones over here and not focus so much on the work that is here because this this is a lot of work. I think we can all agree on the fact that being human is very, very difficult, but it's different when we get over there. And that is what makes this whole process so beautiful is that we get to experience so much we don't even realize it. So let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we will talk more about reincarnation, um, things like can a person come back as an animal? Are you always the same gender? Those types of things. I will answer all those questions for you. And if you have any questions that I haven't answered or anything that sticks out to you that you would like to share a story, please feel free to give a call after the break, 888-346-9141. I would love to take your calls. So stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back after these brief messages. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Have you ever suffered grief from the loss of a loved one or pet? Do you ask yourself questions like where did they go and what are they doing? Do you have guilt for things left unsaid or feel the need for answers about the loss you never received? Join Samantha Jones, psychic medium and animal communicator, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where her and her guest will discuss all things beyond the bridge. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests? Or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, 
Back to the show with Samantha. Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. Today, we are talking about the ins and outs of reincarnation. So let's get back to answering some of the most frequently asked questions that I get. So do you choose your next life or is it chosen for you? You have complete control over your experiences. There's nobody, no other soul telling you what you need to do and what you don't need to do. And that to me has really made me a different person just knowing that. And that might sound weird because like, you know, before my spiritual awakening, I wasn't sure what there was. Like I knew there was something because I could feel my mom. So I knew there was a God or a heaven or, or, you know, whatever it was, but it didn't really make so much sense to me. Right. I totally lost my train of thought. I hate it when that happens, especially on live radio, but okay, let's go back to choosing, (laughs) choosing our next lives. And then we'll come back to that. So, um, when we go through these processes, we, oh yeah, judging ourselves. That's what I was talking about. There's nobody telling us what you have to do in this life or that life, but we do make these things called soul contracts. And I did talk about that in a previous episode, the soul contracts that you make, you make them with yourself. You also make them with other people. And these contracts are basically stating in this next life, this is what I would like to achieve. This is what me and this person are going to try and accomplish together. And a lot of times it doesn't happen. The contract does not, it doesn't, it's not fulfilled. And that's because, especially if there's two people and you have to work together to fulfill a soul contract, it just doesn't always go the way that it's supposed to go. So let's say that you came here into this life and you didn't fulfill a soul contract. Then in your next life, you might decide, okay, I'm going to go back and I'm going to work on this again. Or you might say, you know what? That was really tough in that last life. And I don't want to do this right away again. So I'm going to work on something else. I'm going to work on, you know, something else that I've been through. Um, but there's nobody telling you what's in your soul contracts, what they're supposed to be. Oh yeah. That's really what I was getting at here was that I didn't know what, what there was, you know, whether there was a God or whatever, I had to figure that out all for myself. So just like all of us. So I wasn't sure who was judging me. Was there a God judging me? Was there some, you know, was my mother judging me? Like every time that I would do something wrong, I I still sometimes I'm like, oh, sorry, mom. Sorry, you had to see that. But the fact is, is that they understand on the other side that we're human here. They've been human. They understand. So they know that you're supposed to make mistakes. There is nobody that comes here and is perfect. There's nobody that's even kind of perfect. It just doesn't work that way. Uh, we are here to experience all of these things, some of which are really hard, some of which are embarrassing. When I figured out that the only person judging me was me, that made me want to be a better person. That made me feel like I I don't want to go to the other side. Not that I wanted a God to judge me, but there's something about judging yourself. There's something about when you actually have to look at yourself through your own eyes that is a lot harder than hearing it from somebody else. Uh, So I don't want to go through my life review and continue after my spiritual awakening with all of these things that I have to see that I didn't learn or or that I'm going to judge myself on. I want to be a better person. I want to experience more things so that I, when I get to the other side, don't feel the need to judge myself in that way. Not that it's harsh, because again, that's those aren't feelings they have there, but it's like, oh, well, okay, you didn't learn that. So you have to learn again. I don't want to have to learn it again. If there's some lessons that I need to learn, just give them to me while I'm here. You know, I've been through a lot in my life already, and I feel like I've learned a ton of lessons and that's what we're supposed to do. And a lot of times that's really hard for people to accept because they want to think that they're here to somehow make this experience easy. Like, how many of you, right, just just think about this, are thinking, if I can just get through the next couple of weeks, everything's going to be fine. And that's not the way that life works. You might have something that's going to change your life within the next couple of weeks, something you're waiting for, whatever. But life changes constantly. 
it's never, ever the same. And so we are going to experience the ups and downs in this life, no matter who we are. That's the way it's supposed to be. Without those ups and downs, we what would we learn? We wouldn't. We, we definitely, I feel when we complete these kinds of tests and things, we definitely get rewards and stuff from the universe. They let us know when we're doing a good job. And a lot of times you might even see those in synchronicity. So if you're like really working on yourself and you're seeing a lot of synchronicities, then that's probably your higher self or loved ones on the other side saying, good job. You're, you're working, you're, you're moving in the right direction because ultimately that's what we want is to complete this life learning as many lessons and and um, paying back as much karma as we can as possible in this life so that we don't have to come back and do it again. That's a whole other topic there is, is karma and reincarnation. A big part of why we're here is to repay karma. So what's the difference? What's the difference between a lesson and paying back karma. Okay, so earlier I was talking about how my mom taught me bad habits about money and now how I'm relearning that. I got a million of those things in my life, okay? Those are lessons that I'm learning and things that are making me a more complete soul to understand better. But on the flip side, it's it's completely different, okay? So... Mm. Where was I going with this? Hold on. Okay. So with the karma. So if you have done something like, okay, like I've talked to you guys all about how I was sexually abused. Right. And one of the things that I've kind of convinced myself of is that I might have been a child molester or a rapist in a previous life. And that's why I'm living this karma. Later on in the the third part, we're going to talk more about past lives. And I'll tell you about a past life regression that I did and and what came out of it and how that kind of changed my perception a little bit of this, too. But I definitely feel like these things that we have that we experience like abuse or something that it very much could be us repaying karma. And some of those things like our fears that we have in this life could be based on past life experiences or even karma that we are paying back. So karma is a really, really important part of this. And if you're not familiar with karma, basically what it says is that you put out, you get what you put out. So it's like an eye for an eye, right? And it's funny because sometimes I'll experience like instant karma where it's something like maybe I'll just, I I hate to say this, but making fun of somebody and then I'll stub my toe, right? Like you shouldn't do that. Uh, And and that's like instant karma, like, okay, whatever. Um, But karma definitely plays a big part in this whole reincarnation thing because we have to learn those lessons. And that's another thing is it's like with those things in life that I feel like I've done wrong, where I've made those mistakes. Oh, I feel like I want to pay back the karma while I'm here so that I don't have to come back into another life and do it here. So I have asked many times for the opportunity to pay back as much karma as I can in this life. And so I feel like I've gotten to a point where I don't have a lot that I need to continue to work on in that area. I really, really feel like I've paid off a lot of my karma, but there's probably still things that are going to creep up in the future because it's a constant ongoing, you know, learning process that we have to go through. So, so definitely remember that karma plays a huge part in this. Can people reincarnate as animals? So it really depends on who you ask. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of Dolores Cannon. And one of the things that she talks about is how we evolve, like we will be a rock and a tree and an animal and all of these things. Okay. I believe that that's absolutely possible. I don't believe it's the same thing as like, like, how do you live a life as a rock, right? Like, how long is that life? Because rocks are around for forever, some of them, right? Most of them. So how do you live that life? So what if it's just that your soul jumps into this rock and it experiences what it's like to be a rock for a little while? That's kind of how I look at that more. The way that I believe this, even though like I do believe Dolores Cannon's teachings, but there are some things that I don't necessarily agree with. And this is one place I don't believe that once you get to this point, like this human soul, you're this human soul. I don't believe you're going to live an entire life out as an animal. So what I mean by that is like my dog Sabbath is here with me right now. Do I believe that he 
his soul that's in that body right now will become a human at some point. I don't. I believe that he will be other animals, that that soul fits animal bodies, not human bodies. But there are people that believe that, yes, you can go between animals, humans, trees, flowers, all of that. Um, that's just not my belief. So this is something that um, you might want to explore more and see what your beliefs are on it. See, you know, um, do research or whatever. I, I tend to listen to my guides a lot and just kind of evaluate what it is that they have to say. And this is what I've taken from it is that my dog Sabbath, he will not be a human. He will be other animals. Uh, doesn't have to be a dog. Can come back as any animal that he wants to come back as. But he will never be like my mother in um, a life is the way that I feel about it. But I do believe, and we talked about this a little bit already, that animals do reincarnate. That, like I said, they can become any animal that they want. Um, I have a dog right now. He's Great Dane. And I really believe that he could be the reincarnation of a couple animals that I have. But one of them was my first ferret sneezers. And I've talked about this a little bit. They have similarities, but there's a similar bond there. There's a similar feeling of, oh, my gosh, you're the most magnificent creature I've ever laid eyes on. Like, you know how we all just we have that like one soul animal like sneezers felt like that. And then Zuma has felt like that. So I, I believe that that is the same soul. And there's usually signs of it but one thing like that i would like to point out is if you have an animal that's passed away and then they reincarnate they're not going to know first of all that they are that animal that you had before and they've been reincarnated like for example my dog betty that we rescued um a couple of years ago i was told that she was the reincarnation of a dachshund that i had when i was a kid but she doesn't know that because she's Betty. She was not Ripple in this life. She's Betty. So like when I when they brought her here from the rescue, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is my Ripple coming back to me. And she got out of the car and I was like, my baby. And she was like, who is this woman? It's just looking at me like, why are you trying to hug me and kiss me? I don't know you. But they don't understand that. And most people wouldn't understand that either unless you have these abilities or you go to an animal communicator or something like that. So they're not going to know when they come back. They also are not going to be exactly like they were before. They're going to have, just like with us, they're going to have new things that they are supposed to experience in this life. They're going to have different characteristics, but there usually are some things that you might notice between these animals if you're wondering if one has reincarnated into another. One of the things with Zuma is that um, he loves McDonald's French fries and Sneezer's favorite food was McDonald's French fries. That's how we knew that she was really sick was because she wouldn't take a McDonald's French fry. So it's like one of those weird things that they have. And and he totally will. He's not interested. Zuma's not inter as interested in a lot of other um, French fries and foods as he is those McDonald's fries. So similar characteristics, maybe like that. But their looks, my their looks for the most part are not the same. They usually come back as a different breed or color or something that's completely different because you're also learning with them, with the animals. They reincarnate for their own reasons. But one of the big reasons that they reincarnate is to help us to be guides in our life, to teach us lessons. So they have to go through all of that as well. Let's see. I have a few minutes before break. What else do we have for you here? Um, are we always the same gender or type of person, et cetera, et cetera? No, we're not. It's always different. Souls are pretty much they're non-binary. They they are without sex or they have, um, you know, things of both. They, there's no it's not female, male. When we come into this life, that's when we get the male, female. So your soul is not female or male. It is both or neither, really. So you make that decision when you come back into this life of what sex you want to be. You've been both sexes uh, many times, most likely. It's how we get the most out of these experiences. Like I said about, you know, I, I, I wonder, looking back, if I'm paying some of the karma off because, you know, of the sexual abuse. And you have to look at, like... Um, you know, those types of things like the gender in, in this issue, like I've talked before about how I'm not super um, a man fan. 
And I think that that's because of this. I think that's because in my last life, I or maybe not the last life, but one of my lives, that I was just a horrible man. And now I'm not really big on men because of the experiences that I've had. And I'm learning now. I'm learning what it's like to be on this side. And that's kind of wild, isn't it? And you don't even really think about that when you're going through life. You don't think about the fact that, oh, maybe this happened to me because I was this type of person in a past life and I'm trying to work off this karma and to understand what the other people were feeling, like, you know, your victims in your other life, what were they feeling? In order to know what they were really feeling, you have to experience it in this life as well. And that might sound absolutely crazy because who wants to experience those things? Who wants to be that bad person? Well, nobody does. But it is a part of this whole soul experience and learning what is right, what is wrong, building your morals. That's all a part of your soul. When your soul first goes into its first life, it's just a little baby soul. It hasn't learned anything yet. So it has to grow. It has to learn. And in order to learn, it has to make mistakes. And then it needs to go back and and make those mistakes right. So that's really a big part of the process and what we go through in reincarnation and some of the most commonly asked questions. So let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about past lives, about how all of that works. Where does that fit in? Like, uh, are we supposed to know about our past lives? Why don't we remember them? All of that good stuff. So let's take our break. We'll, we will be right back after these brief messages. Stay tuned, everyone. Birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests, or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show with Samantha. Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. Today, we are talking about reincarnation, and now we're going to talk about past lives. This is definitely a topic that I know a lot of people are interested in, and it's very broad, and so I probably won't cover all of your questions today, but I'd like to recommend a couple of books to you that are helpful, or a few books. 
Dolores Cannon in particular has two books. Most of her books are, well, they are based on the past lives because that's what she does is past life regression therapy. And we'll talk about that more in a little bit. But a couple of her books that are good for this topic are Five Lives Remembered and Between Death and Life. And they really specifically talk about this um, reincarnation and how that works. And then there's another one by John Holland called Messages from the Other Side. And I, that was the very first book that I read when I... Um, learned about my abilities and I really, really enjoyed it. So I would say that if you have other questions or, or even if you don't go listen to these books or freedom, I say, listen, I listened to all the books on audible cause I don't have time to just, you know, sit around, but um, yeah, th- I would go and, and do that because they are really good for these subjects. So when it comes to past lives, one of the things that I get asked the most, and we talked about this briefly is why don't we remember these past lives? Why is it like, you know, we come into each life and it's fresh but we still feel like there's some things that don't make sense in this life. Well, think about this. This life is hard, right? Like you have a lot of memories, especially if you're older, you have a lot of memories, things that you've done, things you wish you wouldn't have done. Imagine if you remembered all of those things from thousands of lives, that would suck. It would consume you. It would consume your brain and it wouldn't teach you anything. So in order for us to really learn here and be fresh here we we're not supposed to know about those those things um that's why we come in without the knowledge i you know what i really believe like if you ever looked at babies um like within maybe i don't know the first four or five months of their lives they look to me like little old people like they have just reincarnated and they know they've just reincarnated uh there's just this this look in their eyes of like i'm i know that this isn't my first time here but then as we get older you, you lose those memories and things go away so as babies i think we really do remember a lot of things that we don't remember as adults uh how many times have we lived you know what it could be this could be your first life or this could be your millionth life really because how long has time been going on for i don't know uh so you could have many 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 lives who knows how do i access information about my past lives so this is a really good question there's a couple of ways that i would recommend going about this First of all, like I had mentioned, Dolores Cannon, this is what she does. This is what she's known for. So she developed this unique quantum healing hypnosis technique um, that now is is something that you can take online. It's a course. It's it's a very expensive course and it's a long course, but um, there's a lot of people that do this. This is a method of hypnosis designed to enable you to reach this like uh, hypnotic state beyond what is generally known, beyond what like a regular hypnotist would do. Because in this state, past lives are relived and things come out from your subconscious. I actually found one of these people on Facebook um, about a month ago, I believe. I was just scrolling through Facebook and I follow um, one lady that that does this. And in this group, another lady posted and said, I'm going through this program and I need to practice on people. I think they have to do like 20 sessions to um, move on to the next level. So this lady was looking for volunteers. And so my husband's always wanted to do this. And so she came out and she did one of these sessions for him. And he, the past life part was a lot harder for him. I think with people that have a hard time visualizing, it might not be as easy. Uh, but with the subconscious part, there were definitely things that come that came out. And I, I definitely, I've heard from a lot of people that if you find the right therapist, that going through this can definitely be very eye-opening. I have done it a different way. Um, I went through a past life regression with um, a YouTube video. And the YouTube video, basically, I mean, you don't watch it. It's just the sound. And it it puts you into like um, a self-hypnosis. And if I remember correctly, in the one that I listened to, I was at a hallway and there were a bunch of doors and I could go and pick any door that I wanted to go into. And so I walked up to this one door and I walked in and immediately like in the in the the video, what it's telling you is, you know, uh, view picture these things like what do you see in front of you? What are you wearing? That type of thing. So when I opened the door, I immediately saw the ocean and a beach and palm trees 
And then all of a sudden, this beach started getting blown up by, I don't know, kamikaze fighters or being shot down by something because that's how I died. I believe that this was Pearl Harbor. Um, The reason I believe that is because during this self-hypnosis past life regression, when the person was saying to look at what you are wearing, I looked down and I saw the boots that I was wearing and I'm not familiar with, with like history like that. Seriously, you could look at my high school transcripts. D, D, D. <laughs> I was not good at history. So I don't know what type of uniform um, an American soldier would have been wearing in World War II at Pearl Harbor. I had no clue. But when I looked down, I saw the uniform. I saw the different, um, like the color that it was, the fabric, all kinds of things so that I could take that information and Google search it and see what uniform this was. And it came up that it was an American uh, uh, army uniform during World War II. So I believe that I died at Pearl Harbor, which makes so much sense. You don't even know because like, I hate war movies. I don't want to watch a war movie. I don't want to talk about war. I don't want anything to do with it. Like I just pretend like it's not even happening. So I knew that from how much I disliked war from a very young age, that there had to be a reason. So this absolutely made sense to me as to why I don't like war. And actually, my biggest fear in this life is fire. And so if that's how I died, that could absolutely be why I'm afraid of fire. There might be more. There might be other lives where I died, you know, in a fire or or something like that happened. But um, there's unexplainable fears, I think, that a lot of us come into these lives with or we develop, you know, at a young age. And we're like, where did that come from? And a lot of times those things can be traced back to past lives. So where I'm not really sure that we're supposed to know so much about our past lives, things like that might be helpful. What did it tell me? What did it do for me knowing that I most likely died in a war? Well, it made me understand myself a little bit better. Uh, made me understand why I don't like anything related to war. And I'm talking like even like Memorial Day and Veterans Day, it all bothers me. And I never understood why I felt like there was something wrong with me. Like, I'm an empath. Why don't I, why don't I, you know, want to sympathize with this? I don't want to hear anything about it. So it makes perfect sense. And I understand myself more. So I think that that's what we get the most out of like the past life regression therapy. But it definitely can bring up a lot in us that maybe we didn't know was there. So like for my husband, when he had this done, there wasn't a lot that came through in his past lives, like I had mentioned. And before his session that day, actually, I had heard this and kind of tried to deliver the message to him in a way that he he didn't think that I was being negative because I wasn't being negative. But basically, it was sometimes we're just not supposed to know about our past lives. And I really felt like that's what it was with him, is that knowing about his past lives wasn't really going to help him. He needed to focus more on what's going on in this life. And like, I haven't listened to enough Dolores Cannon to know if she's dealt with those types of situations, but I'm sure she has, because sometimes it's just not it's not good for us to know. So those types of sessions will bring out what they are supposed to. The universe will show you what it's supposed to show you. I did some interesting research to try and find out um, more about past lives. And some of the things that I read was that 70% of people who remember a past life remember dying a violent or unnatural death. So when you go through this past life regression, there's a really good chance that something that's going to come up here is going to show you the way that you died in a violent or tragic way. And so you need to you know, accept that that might be what's coming to you. And can you handle that? Do you want to handle that? 35% of the people who remember dying accidentally in a past life have an extreme fear of dying the same way again. So like I was saying, my fear of fire, it, comp- it absolutely makes sense. Um, because you're carrying those things on. There's you, the memories you don't have, but the feelings is like engraved in your soul. It's it's really, really interesting. So definitely, I believe that our fears can be brought in from past lives. But what about our like talents? Okay, like I love to dance and I was I started taking dance at a very young age. Nobody forced me to do that. I was just drawn to it. I started dancing around the house from the time that I could walk. So did that come with me from a past life? Was I a dancer in a past life? 
Um, my husband, he's an amazing artist and musician. Did he do those things in a past life? Did he not maybe accomplish something? Did I not accomplish something that I was supposed to? Now, like for me, I, the dancing has been a hobby. So I feel like, okay, that's probably just something that I enjoy doing. And so I'm bringing it along to this life. But like for him, where he's an artist and that's what he's, you know, those he's working towards in this life. Is it because he didn't finish that in another life? And so he's getting another chance to do it now. That's definitely a possibility as well. So there's so many different ways that these past lives affect us. And, um, you know, I just personally, I think that you do what feels good for you. If you feel like past life regression therapy will help you, then I absolutely say do it. Um, the, the quantum healing, you can find people on Facebook that do that or just search through Google for the quantum healing and go on YouTube, like I said, and you can look up um, different past life regression. They, it's like self-hypnosis. So if you look for the self-hypnosis, past life regression, you'll probably find some good things there to help you with that as well. Uh, let's see. We have a few minutes left here. I, I had wanted to talk about simultaneous time, but that's a really difficult concept to understand. And so I'm not going to get into it today. Um, but I really believe also that simultaneous time is a reason why so many people do remember certain things from their past lives, like being famous. Like, for example, there's a lot of people that have said, I was Cleopatra once, right? How can multiple people be Cleopatra? Well, when it comes to simultaneous time, you could be Cleopatra. I could be Cleopatra. Anybody could because time is just continuously, it's just continuously going. It's not linear. It's its like a circle. It's um, You can jump in at any point. When you reincarnate, you can jump in at any point on that timeline. So when you reincarnate the next time, it might not be in the future. You might reincarnate to the past because of simultaneous time. So now that I've confused you about that, uh, let's go ahead and, and close up the show for the week. Um, maybe we'll have to talk about the simultaneous time some other time. It actually took me a lot to understand this. I find it to be a very fascinating concept, and it's changed my view on a lot of things now that I realize that time isn't linear. But um, it definitely it took me years to really comprehend that whole thing about simultaneous time. So. Uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and close up the show for this week. If you'd like to find me, everyone, you can find my website at samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. I have another podcast that I do with my husband called Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. Last week, we did a really cool episode on artificial intelligence, and I learned a lot about that over the last few weeks. So I would uh, have a listen to that episode if you're interested. And the week before, we did um, The Truth About Cemeteries, which was also another cool one that we did after. After we visited Forest Lawn Cemetery here in Southern California. So have a listen to those. You might enjoy those. And uh, I'm looking forward to the month of July for the radio show because I do plan to have a couple of guests on talking about some topics, um, energy healing and, and more tarot reading, things like that. So, yeah. So let's go ahead. Next week, we will meet back here. Same time, same place. I'm always excited to do it. And until then, I hope that you all have a wonderful week. Peace and love, friends. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. We hope you will join Samantha and next week's guest for more eye-opening ways to connect to the universe. Until next week, peace and love.